Welcome back, moviegoers. This is Movie Talks, where good friends have good conversations of movies of blockbusters and classics. Today, we are discussing the sp- spoiler-free of the new D&D Among Thieves. Also, um, a full about the full series of Last of Us. And, and you know, we're kind of late to the game. You know, a lot of people have been talking about it. But, of course, this is Daniel. And this is Fernando. And uh, let's start going and talking about it. Now, you didn't see... Well, Dungeon Dragon just came out this week. And it's kind of crazy. This movie wasn't expected to do... like It, it was supposed to be a flop, really. Mm-hmm. And because, But, of course, the casting is just great. I mean, you know, for me, you can tell... A mo- well, one of the big reasons why you can tell a movie is going to be good if the casting is correct. And for me... Chris Pine is he plays as Captain. He's basically Captain Kirk. You know, I am a big fan of uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, he has that charisma. Like, is he? Do you know like how there's certain actors that just has that no matter what? You know, he, I can honestly say that he's my man crush. He's uh, okay. Yeah. Over Tom Hardy and uh, Tom Hank, uh, Tom Cruise. I don't know. Here's the thing. Oh, f- Damn, when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I can honestly say that like, Chris Pine looks more like a gentleman. I don't he, know. And you know what? This one, he was kind of good. Now, in this movie, he plays as Edgin, who is a, who has, he's a he's part of a bunch of misfits. And these, they're stealing a artifact called, what is it called? I think it was, oh, it was just a lost work. I forgot the name of it. God damn it. But they go, they go to lose it. They go and, you know, try to retrieve it from this uh, dungeon, of course. And they get caught. And it's about them getting uh, double cross, And then they're trying to get back because their daughter gets kin- uh, gets withheld by Hugh Grant, who ends up being, the I guess, the villain, which we kind of knew. And this movie, I tell you this, one, one character, one actor, actress that makes this, is Michelle Rodriguez. I mean, I have never seen a movie that I did not like from her, even in her small roles. Mm-hmm. And she always has this, you know, like this, not, I'm not, I want to say masculine, but the whole, I'm going to fuck you up, but yet <laughs> I am also going to like treat you good too. I'll give you a good award that really goes for Michelle Rodriguez and it's panache. Yeah, there She's you got go. Panache. Yeah. Because <laughs> even for this one, I mean, she, she's a she plays as a barbarian uh, human, which in I know you don't know D and D world, but basically they're like the biggest, the roughest. They're just you know like think of Conan the Barbarian, right? Total fighting style. But in this one, she it's funny because you mentioned Conan, like I actually know you have never Conan. seen Conan I've never either. Seen anything about Conan? Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> just think of a nomad type of uh, warrior, you know, uh-huh. and. She has this very softness, and then you find out that her she has a a, a long lost love that she goes to, which throws you off because she have this very masculine figure, mm-hmm. and the opposite it's a total opposite. So you feel like Michelle Rodriguez is kind of like Conan. In this movie, yes, totally, because she has again she is the main muscle in this movie. And the good thing about the thing on that, I know a lot of people who see like okay for a normal person who has has no idea anything about D and D, you would find this movie dumb but fun. Does that make if that makes sense? Hmm. It's one of those where it's a fantasy world. You have no idea what's going on. 
you know, that, everyone's having a good time uh, in it. You know, when you put it that way, when it, when you say dumb and fun, I have a pretty high standard when it comes to dumb and fun oh. because I think of John Wick as dumb and really fun. Okay, so it doesn't is not to that standard. It is for me. It's kind of like just. 50-50. If it's not fun, it's dumb. Okay, I'll give so, you... Uh, what's another... Uh, I mean, I'd have to watch D&D, and then I'll be able to tell you because I have not seen it. Well, you haven't... The thing with this is that you don't have to really know... The, if you know D&D, it helps. If you don't know and know, know about D&D and the lore, you won't, you won't... It's not too much to worry about. It's just basically there are a bunch of thieves who have to steal shit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I won't go with there. They're trying to get this one particular relic to either gain, gain all this money and power, but they have to. There's challenges that goes along with it. All right, let me ask you this: for the average viewer that has never seen this, like for example myself, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have never heard of even know what Dungeons and and Dragons is. What what would you I guess explain or like explain it for dummies? This would what be, if you remember, the early nineteen, early nineteen, uh, late nineteen nineties, uh, fantasy thieves movies. So like I'm talking about, not to extent of like the uh, Men in Tights type of version, but like um, Knight's Tale, like something like that, where it's a good story. It's a decent story. Mm-hmm. You know, huge. You know, you never. You know, Heat Ledger is iconic in that role but chris pine has this way of just bringing the story along to and the thing with him is he plays as a bard who has in D world has no power or they're like the weakest one but they able to talk their way out of shit but here's the thing I, i'm still trying to understand what D is is it kind of like a fantasy world is it kind of like harry potter it is a medieval fantasy type of world Ah, okay, okay. It has they basically have there's wizards, there's druids, there's so kind of like Lord of the Rings. Yes, but not. But see, here's the thing with the D and D with this whole thing that pe- this is the whole thing that people have a problem with it. One, it's too much fun and too much comedy, or they try to put too much comedy in this. And in a lot of D and D stories or campaigns, I would say it gets kind of deep. Like you know, people literally die in this in in the in the worlds that people created. Oh, okay, because D and D is a is a game. Yes, and it's a okay. made up game that each person has. That you, you know, depending on who you who's the creator of the world that they built, mm-hmm. they determine how the story goes along. And a lot of it turns into a tragic, dark story. Mm-hmm. That, that, oh, okay. That, that so when you say up. that the movie's dumb, is because they put too much comedy when it's supposed to be kind of dark, it's, like it, the game. More, a lot. Well, a lot of people will say it has to be. Why is it not dark? If you ever watch, um, so the um, Critical Role team, who's on uh, Twitch, and you know they're famous for their Vox Machina, the, the the Mighty Nine, and they're like they're voice actors who does D and D online, and then that's what we know of. Mm-hmm. And for Vox Machina, what they made their campaign out of a story, their old stories, it's a it's pretty dark. I mean, you I would say since you have ne- never seen it, if you were to watch it, you'll be like, God damn. But mm-hmm. it's in the rated R version. Now this is PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. So they kinda had to there I, I I believe that these they had to play this story very carefully into bringing new audience into a world in which they you know you don't know of and you're trying to see where they can kind of like go with the story because it, it could get it could get dark and it should get dark because 
this story actually the main villain is I mean, it, it, he's pretty deadly. Like not, not a lot of people would know him, and I didn't even know him myself. I mean, he can kill people basically off of like fucking clouds. Uh, but see, the thing, the one thing that I would say that makes this a decent, a good, I'll say good D and D, is that nothing, nothing is perfect. They, in um, in the in the game, you have chances through dice rolls into whether or not the situation that you trying to solve will will uh, achieve what you want so if a dice if you roll a dice and it rolls a one then you obviously lose if it's rolls a 20 uh, 17 or above you can you have a chance of winning but these these guys they mess up a lot mm-hmm. and it can be for some people it can be irritating it can be kind of like what i thought these must be heroes but the whole point of it is nothing the story can go any in which, in which direction and it does, and it all depends on the dice roll. And there's some situations in here too. You look at it, you're like, oh man, he. You can, if you were a D and D person, you'd be like, well, you had a bad row, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, the actors are so good in this. Like I said, Chris Pine, he has this. I don't know why, but he. Every time when I watch him, he, I was like, wow, that's Captain Kirk. Like he should, mm-hmm. he needs to make another star. I don't even know why there is not another Star Trek here. Because I think he got old. Yeah, but st- come on, look at look at uh, William Shatner, or look at uh, what's his name, uh, Patrick Stewart. He was old to begin with. Yeah, but that doesn't fly with the movies now. See, what what's bringing more cash into the movies is really people want to see good-looking actors and actresses, and it's a shame because there's a lot of talent, but they just want to something pretty to look at. And, you know, it's actually one of the things that Last of Us has, you know, about the show, about Bella Ramsey, because there's a lot of people, I want to say a a huge percentage that are saying that uh, Bella Ramsey is not good looking enough for for the video game. You know, if you compare it to Uh, the video game and people go about the looks for like so much now. Well, you say that with looks now. There's there are new people here. There's um. Justin Smith, who plays as a sorcerer, I don't, I, I don't know what other movies he's been in. Uh, Simon Rigg, Sean Page, who I don't know if you ever saw Bridgerton. He's the he's the main. No, haven't uh, seen. Dude, it. he is he is a really good looking dude from from uh I think he's from uh United Kingdom. Very suave. He plays as a paladin, which is supposed to be this above everyone presence and he's like so he's got panache yeah no he has <laughs> way way panache would you there, there's there's even a joke about this right where i mean he's he's the way he walked he's like they're like huh so i'm guessing is he gonna he's walking over this um towards this uh rock or but not um yeah rock and uh i think i think chris pine's character is like uh is he gonna walk around it uh, is he gonna rock around? Or is he gonna walk? Oh, yeah, he's walking over because he's like, yep, nothing's. Yeah, he has to have that same statured walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, another character is named uh, Sophia Lewis, Lillis, who plays as a who's a druid, who, druid, and these. I mean, again, if you don't know about this, it's basically a, a uh, an earthly sorcerer. That's she plays it, but she was also in it. Remember, you ever seen? Did you see the movie It? Yeah, she plays as uh, Beth. Uh, is it Beth? Young Beth or old Beth? Young. Oh, okay. So she's in it. Yeah, so she's in this. So and she again. So there's a lot of nice young uh, characters and uh, actors in here. She's got really good range. She does. And I, you know, when I first saw this, I was like, "Who is?" I know you, you ever had those those uh, times where you're like, "I know that 
face, yeah. but you don't know where you ha- where you seen him in. No, and she was great in it. Oh yeah, she was great. That's one thing I liked about how they transferred in it into the younger kids and the they, 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 it it totally matches, right? Mm-hmm. No, actually, you know, fun fact about that is that they let the kids choose who their older character would be. So all the kids were to, uh, chose who their actors would be. Wow, that makes more that makes a lot of sense why yeah. she would pick uh, Jessica Chastain, right? Yeah. She's... So they let the kids choose, and that's actually pretty cool. They, they made great choices when yeah. it comes to casting. Bill Hader was one of my favorite choices. Cause oh, I didn't my God, he was hysterical. You know what? We should do uh, on It too next time. The part one and part two? Yeah. All right, well, that's there you go. That would be... We're going to do that. We're uh, foreshadowing it on here. <laughs> um. So in the lore of all this, we'll get by. This is a gr- it w- it's a nice, fun film. Um, if you even if you don't know the D and D world and you liked that, you want to see something just to escape, just to have a good time. This is a good movie. I mean, I would recommend. Uh, this is a full price if you. It's a f- good full good full price for a date. Also, good full price if you love the lore of it you're not going to get disappointed there's some things that kind of like you're it's kind of cheesy to a point but all in all i see a lot of potential in this world and i do want this movie to succeed because there's a lot of stories that could they could tell through this uh if you don't if you want to see vox machina which is on amazon that's another uh D, which i highly recommend i mean this is this, uh among thieves is pg-13 and Vox Machina is like rated R, almost seventeen, because there's so much gore in it. But it's in a, it's in a cartoon form. So how much can you really stand? It's up to you. It's weird because me as a viewer that has never seen D and D or even played it, the game, the board game, um, I just go in thinking there's good actors. Like yeah. that's that's what drives me to the movie theaters at this moment because I don't know, but I see Chris uh, Chris Pine and I want to go see it. I think it's. He's an interesting guy that I want to watch. Hugh Grant's in here too. I'm not a big fan of Hugh Grant. Yeah, I'm not he's, a fan. Come on, how can you not love what he did about about a boy? And he did a. I, I don't. I don't like him. I think he, Notting Hill. The only movie I actually kind of like him because he has the range and he has actually done something good is in the movie The Gentleman. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That see, but that's the thing. He play. He can. He. He can play a non-Hugh Grant suave role. So this is, I love the thing. He always does Hugh Grant. Like there's nothing else. Dude, to he's him. a total asshole in this movie. You would love him. Yeah? It's it's totally different. Okay. And if you don't, you just be like, yeah, you deserve everything you get. Um, <laughs> okay. So like I said, I'll, I'll give this uh, matinee. If you really are worried about this, but you can, you, I would watch this twice, to, to, uh, definitely. Or go in the mornings when it's cheapest. Yes. You know what's crazy about that? Over here, I think the only one who does cheaper now is in the casinos. I think Sam's Town does like six fifty now. Really? Yeah. Uh, they, well, before it was like $5 on Tuesdays or whatever. Yeah, because I know AMC charges like $20 a movie now. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. And it might be bad. So this one, it will, you will love. It's a nice, fun film. Well, good thing I have movie pass. <laughs> I just pay 10 bucks a month. Oh, yeah. Sponsor me. Sponsor movie. Sponsor me movie. Movie pass. But okay, so now that we know with that, let's talk about the major, major movie that um, show that we're talking about, which is The Last of Us, and the season finale ended um, quite a long ago, right? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Now, overall, what do you think of the whole movie, a whole show as a complete 
no, I don't say a complete story, I guess. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I get what you mean. So my overall opinion is it followed exactly just as the game did because I already knew what was going to happen. Like right. I've played the game like 15 times. So for me to see just whatever was in the game on screen, I thought it was great. But if we go into the story, if we dive in like we were asking that you were asking me right now, I think that um it was great. It was great. The story was told perfectly and I think it was a proper adaptation. I mean, again, one of those it's very rare to have something where you can look at both two different medias mm-hmm. and be like, "Wow, I enjoyed both." Yeah, no, I and, mean, I, and I did. And the thing, crazy thing about it is that Last of Us is is such a high, high standard. There's there's people who live and die on this one game. Oh, dude, I'm one of them. I have three games in my PS5 right now. I have Call of Duty, Last of Us Part One, and Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, see, so I mean, you can go really, really in depth. And if they were to mess this up, I mean, you'd be just like, you know what? I would be devastated. I'm just playing my game. That that like I'll be like, okay, that universe does not matter. Oh yeah, I would be like, I scratch out the TV show. I'm just gonna play the video. That's how I felt about the last three years movies of the Star Wars. I'm like, that's another, that's another universe. That's not part of the, <laughs> that's not part of the main ones. No, but for me, you know, watching, and I was actually very proud of the, the work that they did. The director, I had, I was very skeptical since he was the director of Chernobyl. You did not like Chernobyl. That's why I remember you saying. I that. didn't like it, so I was very skeptical with his work. But it turns out that he did a decent job. It what wasn't excellent, but he did a decent job. What do you think about the cinematography in there too? Because I mean, if you ever remember watching Chernobyl and this, it kind of had that darker tone. Oh yeah, right? that, that's why they chose him. That's why HBO got the guy from Chernobyl because they wanted a dark look. The cinematography was great. Everything is just dark and grim. This movie would not do good unless it had that dark look. And it, and the good thing it had a balance of not being Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. You know, because we you, it could easily have gone that route by just having these different type of zombies and battling. And mm-hmm. a lot of people was mad about that too. Oh about- yeah, the great thing about this is that they didn't make it about the zombies. They made it more about the story of the people. Of the main two of yeah, Ellie and Joe. Did. Yeah, and they didn't make it out. Because I think um, they just used zombies. Well, they don't like using the word zombie. They need infected. The cor- the they, they, no, they were actually very adamant about it. If you look at some of the interviews, like, we don't say the Z word here. Yeah. <laughs> there were some cast members who were saying that and crew members. So they're infected. I, let me just, I, I want to make sure that I get it right for HBO. Uh, but they were saying that, it's not about the infected. It's not about... It, that's just a causation. But they want to focus mainly on just the story of them, about their friendship. And they did an amazing job at it. I mean, we all know the story. You know, Joe, after the pandemic, 20 years later, he meets Ellie. And then they go on this journey to the West. It's basically like a journey to the West. But And let me, let me just say this. They did excellent timing to say that it was a pandemic. Just as we got off the our own pandemic, I know. I, I think it was perfect timing. You know the crazy thing about that: a lot of people's looking at like, what do they know? It's like, come on. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, they're telling the future. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the main big. Uh, well, do you have any, what main big episodes that you felt was iconic in this series? The what? I'm sorry. The main what? Uh, iconic episodes or like, ooh, okay, okay. Well, I'll go with one uh-huh. with the uh, Bill and Frank uh, episode. That one was very epic. Now, a lot of people again, we're going through the major ones. Uh, Bill and Frank, uh, it was they were saying it's a filler episode. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Yes, it was. But did we need it? Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Because the whole story, the whole point of all this, is what those two characters have gone through. I don't think it's necessarily very important, but it takes a small important part. Well, I mean, what I meant by that is just that they're talking about like how important people are and their relationship to mm-hmm. each other in a chaotic world. Oh well, yeah, and it goes back to what the director said: is that we're trying to make it about the people. Not about the zombies. Right. So when you mention that, it's perfect. Yeah, it makes total sense. It's like, yes, they just focus on people, their love, and everything that brings us all together from a tragedy. Because what is worth to fighting for if we're not fighting for each other or for another person that, hey, you know, people for has our, a, has for, a our own. Own, for our own happiness, really. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what these two characters were, you mm-hmm. may not you know agree with it or whatever, but if you could have, here's my point. I'm trying. If you would have switched the sex of it, it wouldn't make a fucking difference. It wouldn't. <laughs> no, it really won't because they're, they were so. I don't even know how these, how Nick Offren and um, I forgot what it was, it was the other actor was, but they had a lot of chemistry in that, and they put a lot of chemistry with each other. You know, in I think one one mo- episode. I think the main thing that people are not liking is that they're used to seeing Ron Swan as just like a, a male alpha, oh, alpha yes. male. And they just threw them off just to see Ron Swanson kiss a guy. Yeah. I mean, that, well, okay, I'm not going to lie. That threw me off. <laughs> because Not just you, everyone. Yeah, because I was just like, whoa. Because, we, you know, if you see clips of Ron Swanson, it's like, it's like the hardcore, really, like, Republican. Yeah. Loves guns and violence. I don't even think he, I don't think he was Republican. I think he's more well, of a liberal. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Libertarian? Oh, I don't that, think so. Because he, he didn't like, guns. he didn't like, yeah, but he didn't like, uh, he didn't like government. That's the whole thing. But that he's he's a hardcore. But he was a hard no. But he was a hardcore. Leave me alone. I want yeah, silence. Yeah, like really hardcore guy. But here's a well, here's the thing about Bill represented. He represents someone that you know, but you kind of keep away from. You know those little, little like mm, like I conspiracy theorists. Yeah, those guys. Like, you yeah. could, hey, but when it comes push and shove, like. Would they offer their homes to a someone who's they know that he has a deep secret throughout this whole time through that episode, and then when he meets Frank, he was able to share it and then an experience with him throughout the years, and then mm. they end up dying together. Which again, it's a, it's a nice break to know that, f- especially after um um all the death that happened. It's nice to have a break from that and say, okay, well, now now we can go back to other people dying. Well, because if you think about it, it's kind of hard to trust someone in a chaotic chaotic world because you don't know if they're going to take your stuff, if they're going to come after you, they're going to kill you in the middle of the night. So for him to open up his door, especially because he was a very paranoid, he was extremely paranoid person. And for him to open the door for him, it says something. You know, that's, that's one thing now that you said it. It is kind of unbelievable that he'd open his door that early. Yeah. But maybe he was longing for somebody. You know how all those people who, who plays hard ass and then the girl comes along and then they're like, yeah. oh, fuck, okay. And you know, and that's exactly what he was. He was probably attracted to him the moment he saw him. He's like, oh, God. I mean, he was keeping his distance at first. Yeah. But then he's like started like oh opening up little by little, but he was still cautious. He yeah. may he he may have had like a gun hidden there well, well, somewhere. Think, well think about it. Even if let's say we don't know Bill's early life, but maybe he had to hide this for so many years, even in that in before when he just lived in that world that he couldn't just express it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't it, seem like that type of person. Not at all. But if I I think if a girl would have came in, she he would have been like, 
Fuck no, leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's another. Yeah, there's another uh, town down the hall. Leave. <laughs> yeah, but because he didn't like. Um, because remember when Joe and uh, oh, fuck, what's his uh uh, Joe's uh girlfriend um. Oh man, why am I spacing out on her name? I know when they came over, he was very uh, you know off about that. He didn't wanna. He didn't want those two to get together. Uh, but it, eventually, he kind of warmed up to him because of Frank. You know, and it's funny because in the game, it, they have a non-specified status. Joel and his girl. Yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. It was one of those. But, I mean, how do you not know? Oh, Tess. There you go. Tess, I don't, I can't, why did I space out on I that? I know. You know I'm why? such a she, big fan and I forgot her name. Oh, my God. Uh, let's move on with the other episodes uh, that was iconic. Well, this is actually, this is iconic from the game and from the series. Uh, the Harry and Sam series. Um, mm-hmm. That was a two-part series. Um, it was, what do you think? I thought it was okay. Yeah. I think there's more iconic uh, episodes than that. Yeah, I, I believe so too. Like the, like the finale was excellent. You know, that it was, was very weird, iconic. The weird thing about the Frank and Sam thing, it was the Melanie uh, Litlinski. Her, her character where she's playing the um I'm not saying her name right. Let me see look look at it. Melanie that Liskit, the the one don't know who's who was in charge of the whole town and everything. She was that great lady. Yes, yes. That one that was very soft spoken but yeah. a total deadly bitch. Yeah. I mean I liked her characters. It was a new character that hasn't been brought up early in the film. She played it right, I think. But I wish there was more to it. Here's my thing. She was good in it, but I wish that there was more episodes than just one. Maybe she would have been a, a villain throughout the series, maybe following them along. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would have been better. Yeah, it's just... I feel like they killed her off too soon. I feel like she could have been a real villain. I hate how they killed her too, by a... A clicker. Gymna- gymnastic twi- uh, clicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that was weird. Yeah. That was a weird thing. I'm like, okay, when did you, when did you guys start being able to do that? Um, I, know, I feel like she needed more. Like that's one of the things that the director messed up on, because I feel like he should have made her more important. He should have made her hate her more. Yeah, like we did. The only reason I hated her was her poor acting. Oh, but I wanted to hate her because of her good acting. And but she's so good too. She is. If you see another movie, she's great. Yeah, but I feel like the director didn't really bring out the best in her i don't think yeah i don't think they even knew what to do with her i think they thought of her as just a two episode episode person that's why i'm saying they her character needed to be flushed out a little bit more i feel like she shouldn't have gotten killed i yes. feel like they shouldn't have gotten her killed and then just to have bring back maybe later on you yeah know, maybe I mean, uh season two exactly I, you know maybe like, i don't know she maybe she she's goes abby's mom them. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's like more stuff. I mean, if you're gonna bring it down, bring it to like always to another, you know, level. Not just have her killed off in one show. Just a little FYI, that was a reference for part two, Last of Us Part Two, Ugh. about Abby. I, everyone has probably known about Abby. You know, they're already trying to cast her. Well, be, I mean, not not the directors, but uh, audience or fans mm-hmm. by that one girl that's in um uh the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh yes, the buff. Girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Which she, I didn't realize that. I, which I didn't realize she was that that thick. But oh yeah, hey. no, she's no. I've actually I've researched her, and she is a martial artist. I think she's a judo champion you know and what? stuff. I it, I can tell by her eyes that she would be good for that. Oh, she would be excellent. I she think would, that would be like the perfect choice. 
for Abby. Yeah. Now, if you, now listening to that, I hope she like gets a good contract on that. She be like, hey, hold on. I want to, you got to give me, you know, I don't know, 20 million. I don't know how much it costs. But here's the thing. Didn't you say that it was only going to be like three seasons of Last of Us? Yeah, there's, that's what they're going for. Are you serious? How long, how much more can you do without adding more uh, episodes? Well, episode shit. Look at The Walking Dead. They mean like 11 seasons, I think, out of like yeah, stupid but, things. Okay, so let's talk about with that. Here's my thing with The Walking Dead. Is that and and there's actual records showing it is that after um Greg died Greg, Garrett Greg yeah the Asian after, guy yeah after he after he died their viewership went down yeah they lost me too after that I was like okay I can't watch anymore yeah I lost I couldn't watch it too just because I knew I knew it was coming and when I saw him like what am I watching it for because uh, him and uh, Megan's character was just so they they made me love those guys so much that I'm like I can't see her. I was waiting for her to see it get with another dude. And I'm glad they that throughout the whole series, I kind of went back and forth. And she never, you know, fell in love with anyone else, which I'm like, okay, she liked him that much. So, yeah, but still. Ugh. That's devotion. I yeah. mean, you need to find yourself a girl like that. Yeah, well, let's go. We need an ap- apocalypse or something. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, they're like, okay. You need to, no. You just have to go to the country, man. You know, there's some really gr- great. I'm girls not. Out I'm there. not going to West Virginia. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, okay, not just kidding. West Virginia, you guys are fine, but you I can go to West Texas at least, dude. It's closer, dude. Texas, Texas, and Florida. Those are those are my de- destinations. <laughs> I I can't say Florida because both my exes have been from Florida. <laughs> oh, so it's like I'm trying to like steer clear from. Hey, as long as you're not from like. Here's my okay. We're not gonna go, but I'm just saying, California girls. Oh, like you gotta. It'll, make, it'll have to sway me a little bit more with them. You have to. They're they're a little uptight when it comes to everything. You know, I probably don't have enough money for them anyway. <laughs> All right, so let's move on with the David episode. The late the the one that every. I mean, for me, I was waiting for this episode because I never had so much anger towards a villain than in this part of the story oh my god david yes now david was the uh was the preacher or in this one he was a preacher mm-hmm. and of a cannibal group that ellie had to basically fight through fight his the gang in him he was cannibal and a pedophile and a pedophile that was even worse yeah now the funny thing about that let's talk about what the game part of this that you joe is injured you played as ellie and you're like you're trying just trying to survive, and you meet this guy. And the one part that people hated is that you didn't get the Ellie and and uh, David fight scene in the shack, right? And I was like, eh, like, I let me ask you this: Did you trust him at at all in that when you were playing the game, or do you remember? Yeah, no, I remember. And in the game, see, I'm I'm a very distrusting person as it is. So in the game, I was like, huh. You got, you're fishy. I don't trust you. I know. I was pointing my gun every single time I shot the people out of, you know, the zombies out of the, out of the shack. And I was like, okay, you're going, you're, you're next. And the next, you know. And and it's funny that you bring that up because there's so much more in the game that they didn't put in the story. There is a lot. In the live action. There's so much more. Like the one that you're talking about, there's like a shootout against tons of zombie uh, infected, tons of infected that they didn't put it on the um in the live in the live action that did that did that affect you though did did you did you really care or did you want to see more i wish i could have seen more from him would you rather see more of that than the 
the village part of David and the people that he. Here's, yeah, I would have loved to see a little bit more, but I, I honestly feel like it could have been an entire season of it because that that story that uh, I guess that town that the the people that were in there they're so complex. Like, how the hell did they start being? cannibals yeah you know i would love to know more about it to the point where where he gets to lead all of these people so it could have been like a, a whole season of how about this a whole episode of just how they came to that area yeah. if anything a whole episode at least on them because there's so much there i think a lot of this is comes down to i don't believe in the eight episodes thing that they're, they're, they're they did i think it's so stupid because the game is so much longer so much longer there were so many things that were cut out and it just felt rushed i mean do, do you think it's a, it's a it, it can't be a money episode money thing from hbo it is if they don't know if it's going to be a hit or not See, that's what's crazy to just think about because they had the they have the movie fans they have a great director they kind of had a plan of where they wanted to go with it and they had them, of course, they had the money. So why not expand on this? Because, I mean, think about it. as as a game, a gamer of this, you know, gamer, we play this so we can. We, this was basically beat by beat by beat. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, even from the first episode, I mean, from the first episode we had, I mean, it was new to see what happened before with Joe. You know, they did that kind of thing. They kind of like have the whole uh, TV show episode. Then they had Joe and his life and going before that and his daughter and then after that, you don't get anything extra from there, from the next episode. Yeah, I feel like this show needed at least three or four more episodes. Yeah. At, at the very least to be able to keep up with the game because it's that long. Or at least, like I said, tell, tell us more about it. Because we, I mean, they didn't even have the power. Wasn't the, Remember the power plant scene? Yeah. They didn't that, even have that. That was another episode there. So. The underground when they go through the, through the uh, sewers. That's another part too that they did they oh, they omitted from from the live action. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, it's fine. Like I said, this even without it, it's fine. Maybe they'll add it into the next episode. I just I just wish they had like three more episodes at least. Yeah, just like how Game of Thrones. I think Game of Thrones was twelve. No, it was ten. It was ten, all oh. of them, except for the last few seasons. There were like eight, and then seven, and see, then six. see, notice HBO when you lower your episodes. You do horrible. <laughs> Just, nah, they did fine. It was, it was, a, it was one. It's one. It is one of the best. I mean, I don't, I don't think I want any Emmys yet. Or I, I haven't seen anything. Well, maybe it's too. Early. Do you think it's probably too late for the Emmys count? Well, for for last year, yeah, yeah. I think if anything, there's Next gonna year? be some this year coming up. Yeah, but how hard is it to to keep the whole, you know, this this show relevant? for the Emmys next year. That'd be kind of interesting to see. Well, either way, I mean, you just have to submit it. I'll tell you, because for those who don't know, I am actually an Emmy-nominated director. Wink, Uh-oh. wink. Wink, wink. So in order to be able to be submitted, you just have to submit the movies or submit the shows, commercials, whatever, and then you get like a panel of judges. Yeah, but does it have to be relevant in, in the time? Does Not necessarily. It can be throughout the entire year. They submit oh. projects from January to December. I see. Or maybe like November, I think it's the, the deadline to, to submit for, for the Emmys. And then afterwards, that's when you go through the panel of judges and then they select, okay, these movies are going to talk about, we're going we're gonna to select these movies. But it really, it's all convenience. It's all who you know and how, yeah. how good. I mean, but then again, I mean, this is another movie that has a lot of, um, I want to say a lot of 
things that studio looks for nowadays. Mm -hmm. you know? No, and it does. And, and it gets the audience. It's got the people. And you, usually, like, for example, the Oscars and, and those big award shows, they just choose who has the most audience and who's the most popular instead of, like, other little festivals or, like, regional yeah. Emmys. It's very rarely that a small film wins for a, a big picture. Yeah, and which was surprising when we talked about Everything Everywhere All at Once because that's considered a really low-budget movie. Well, I wouldn't say, like, really low, but it's just, like, a low-budget movie. Yeah, but I think the, it, the the word of mouth got so huge. I mean, you you can't escape it. Mm -hmm. That's why even uh, what, uh, Clear on the Western Front, as you know, that was just a Netflix movie. Mm -hmm. That did that was no way gonna beat it. I mean, it's it's even surprising that Elvis should have won an award. For, you know, but it course, didn't get anything. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. What do you, well, in all in all, that was intense. I think that that move that the David episode could have been more intense too, because that. Okay, so it should have been gruesome because we didn't even see other people other than him and the two people right. that he was with. I mean, I would think that they would have at least Ellie kill one more person. And, and and it's funny because in the game, Joel kills a lot of people to get to Ellie. But see, that's the thing. In this, that's one thing I would want to say. You had that that episode. You had this rush. Remember when you you had this rush every time when, especially when Ellie's somewhere to get her because you're like, oh my god. Where is she? <laughs> in the game, you actually cared. Even though nothing was going to happen until you actually got there, yeah. you were still worried throughout the game. It was like, oh, my God, I have to go help Ellie. <laughs> especially when you, especially when they had the cut scene where you like, when you found out he's a pedophile, you're like, oh, fuck. And pedophile. And then he was trying to eat her. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, isn't there one part where they cut off when, when she's in the uh, burning cabin and they cut off of then you go switch back to Joe? Yeah. Yeah, you, see, you switch back like two or three times. At that point, that. and then they keep on giving you more intensity to be like, "Oh yeah, god damn it, I gotta don't just hold on a little bit longer." Yeah, it's like I'm not even gonna check anything. I'm not gonna check for for things. I'm just gonna go straight to help <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> oh my god, you know what? You're totally right. I did not check yeah. for any ammo, or nothing. nothing. I didn't care. Nothing. You just you in the game. You just go straight to get Ellie and forget about everything else, like the dog tags or anything. I did not care anything. I just cared to go and save her until like the second or third third time you played. Like okay, you should be. Fine. You know what? Even after that, I still got the same rush. That's oh. when you know it's a good game See, because you go and you just want to get to the story. You like you you're into it, right? And that's and that is why it leads me down to the finale. Now the big controversy controversy is did did Joe do the right thing by not letting Ellie choose? Mm. And I know this is a big huge controversy. So let's discuss. Uh, let's have like a discussion, really. A lot of people are saying that, okay, Joe is not a good person. We all know that. Okay, mm -hmm. We all knew that. They even the they beginning. say it. Yeah. We're I mean, not we good people. Yeah, you know, yeah, they can get what they want. Mm -hmm. um, so by him doing this massacre, mm, no, I don't, I don't care. Like, we all knew who he was. We all played this. We played eight or ten hours of us killing random people. You think at the very end we're going to kill fireflies that we give a shit? Not Hell really. No. Mm -mm. Second of all, for and this is just totally for me. In the game, you are always looking out for the little girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when they say, when you have um, what was her name? I'm gonna look back. When you have um, Melina, Melina, what's the uh, what's the other uh, uh, the Firefly Queen, Marlene. Marlene. When you have her saying, "I'm gonna kill your girl," so we can have a 
a vaccine. Okay, so people are now saying, okay, well, you could have saved the world. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, really, like, why would you really care? Okay, yeah, it'd be great to save the world, yada, yada, yada. But you're not going to use my baby girl that I've been saving for eight, 10 hours and then be like, okay, well, I guess I go back Well, home. keep in mind it wasn't just 10 hours. Maybe it was, but it was months for them. It was, yeah, it was about maybe, well, okay. Well, it was a season, at least a couple of seasons. So you can say six, six nine months. Yeah, six to eight, I would say. Because it passed, because after that, it passed from, I know it was fall, then spring. You know, you can, you can. Yeah, and but you have to keep in mind, you grow in love with the people that you're with, especially if you spend time with them every single day. Of course, it's going to hurt and you're going to be selfish about it. Yeah. I so, mean, the world's already went to shit. What's it matter? Yeah, what's, I mean, really, okay, so let's just say this, this, and maybe he was not thinking of this whole thing in the very end. But even if they did get a vaccine, would that even make things back to normal? I don't think so. Oh, that's a good question. It probably would take a very long time because either way, they have to synthesize thousands and thousands of vaccines. Well, the next then the game next game will be. Hey, Joe is now going on a vaccine spread. <laughs> He's volunteering his time to go vaccinate and people. Now he has his life of just uh, after killing his daughter, getting killing the daughter for the second time. He is doing this for the right reason. No, Joe is not that type of person. He'll just be like, I would shoot. Like here's my thing. In the game, if they would have a, will let you have a choice of whether or not you can do it. I believe 80% of the people would not do it. I mean, we'll do it to see what would happen, but would well, we like course. it? Of course. Everyone is selfish, Daniel. And whoever says they're not, they're lying. Because we all have our own agendas. We all have our own goals. We all have our, our, our own thing that we want to do. So if it comes between killing the one you love or saving her, you're always going to do the selfish thing. And I don't mean selfish in a bad way. I mean what's best for you. You're always going to save the people you love. Right. You know, Regardless. Regardless. Now, even now they say, well, okay, Ellie didn't have a choice. And even if Ellie had a Ellie would have chose to die. We don't know that. No, she did. She did. And that's why she did it. That's why she told Joel, you know what, Joel? Let's get this thing. But I guess in her mind... She was thinking that it was going to be like a little vial of blood or something like well, that's that. That's what I'm saying. No, she didn't choose to die. Mm-hmm. She, and if she had that choice, she had the choice to save. Yeah, she wanted to save humanity, try to save humanity, but she didn't know how, to, how that was going to work. Yeah. I guess they just tricked her into it as Right, because well. she's a kid. I mean, it's it's like everyone who's a, who victimized a kid. Well, I don't want to say everybody's victimized a kid, but you can you can tell a kid anything. And, and if they trust you, they'll believe you. And if we found out that Marlene... Apparently, it was with Ellie for a long time. So he, she must have had some trust in not only in the system or also with her, Marlene, because Marlene knew um, his her girlfriend. Um, his, uh, Ellie's mom. Yeah. So. Oh, fun fact about that. Ellie's mom in the show is the voice actor for the game. Oh, yeah. Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she is. She's incredible. I wish she was. She had more roles too. But she, you know, oh my God. I was just waiting for se- to say something like, "Well, fuck Joel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting to hear that when, when I saw uh, Ellie's mom in the show. I was like, "Oh, please, just say that." Well, fuck Joel. <laughs> <laughs> the massacre scene also, but see, I think the, the 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 that's why I think the ending of the finale where they have this whole massacre 
and everyone's like oh joe is such a bad person look he just murdered everyone it's like well he was in stealth mode well here's the thing what would you do for your loved one what if it was like your kid so you agree with everything what joe did oh absolutely i mean you wouldn't so even when he went into the room and he shot the doctor and you're like well you, you know that's another trauma for somebody. That, you know, for every parent, when they mess up with somebody, they knock the kids, the kids fall down, and they yell. They're like, oh, that's another therapy session. Look, let me put it to you this way. I would help my kids run away from justice. Yeah. I would. You just, like, send them to Mexico? Yeah, send them to. to Mexico, send them to another country, but I don't want to see them in jail. Yeah, no matter what. Period. No matter what. Even if they killed whatever, it was like, you know what? I still love you. You're still my son. And I don't want any see. I don't want to see you well, die, and you know, in in death row. So, do, do you think this justified really the the killing of Joe in the second one? Now, I know a lot. There's ah, not a that, lot of we're pe- jumping ahead there. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people are saying that what Ab- well, now what Ab- because what Joe did is it justified with Abby. And then I haven't played the second one, but I can say this clearly that when I know it's coming, and the way this is my thing. The way they killed Joe is such a bitch move. I mean, I I hey, wish. I'm glad you said no spoilers at the beginning of the show. Hey, you know this one. That's the most big. Come on, they spoiled that ending. That's they spoiled that part before the games came out. So everyone who played <laughs> The Last of Us already knew it was coming. And when they showed that, I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, I kid my thing. I would be okay if, when Joe dies because yes, it is a it is a chaotic world that they live in. And yes, he would have died sooner or later. I, and basically, that's how life is in the apocalypse time. It's, yeah, life is very short. That's why, like, enjoy the people you well, are. Well, think about it. It's like that now. It's survival of the fittest. That is true. Darwinism. Because if you don't do what's best for you, no one's going to do it for you. You're on your own. And right. that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like you have to look after yourself and the people who love you. Yeah. So, I mean. Period. Like. But to do that to an iconic character like that. Yeah, no, that was a brutal death. I mean, it's like, like if they, you know, I don't know. Give me I another. think we should like stop there because I don't want to ruin it for, for the people who haven't seen season two. Well, the only reason why I'm saying, two. well, the only thing is, is that there, the justification is saying that oh, Abby, the whole thing of, was Abby right and everything and the moral decision of this and the morality of it. And like, but here's the thing that you said right there is it's in this time of, in a popular time, there's no mor- morality is subjectical. Oh, it's, it's out like, the window. Yeah. Subjective. Subjective. It's totally subjective because mm-hmm. what's good for me that I saved their daughter, he, uh, she saved, you know, Ellie could also mean that, okay, someone else died. But mm-hmm. again, it's such a, it's such a weird conversation to have. Not a weird, I don't want to say weird. It's, it's a very complicated. It's complicating. Yeah. yeah. And there's no, uh, there's no right to, way to say it because in that time, if you were put in that, you would never know who you will be, and if you're put in, this, in that situation, and if you will actually, I'll say this: if you let someone you love die for a dream, that's a that's a, that's a, a dream that you got tricked on. Yeah, that you were forced. It's yeah. like, you know, that's a that's a bitch move. I would not. I mean, it would take a lot. I, I would rather die and die fighting than letting someone I love die for just that for being tricked i mean if they would have been like open full disclosure you know about everything i think it would have been different but since they were very shady and you know not telling ellie exactly what was going to happen 
I think that was just, like you said, it's just a bitch move. It was. I mean, it could even tell Joe, hey, Joe, don't get attached. You know, yeah, because we're going to open her brains. Yeah, because the whole time he was trying not to get attached, trying not to get attached. But, dude, like, at this point, and don't let me have this thing for so, so long. I'm going to, it's going to happen. It's not, I'm only, humans do get attached to things that they have no matter what. I mean, and, and another quick note. On on Joel killing everyone in the last episode, I feel they should have made it longer. Oh, I know that was another. That was short. It was such it was a dramatic. Very short. But see, here's my thing with the whole thing about that mass. They they keep on saying massacre. I'm just saying the fight. Well, in the game, it is a massacre. Like Joel kills like sixty or seventy. People. Hey, we were. Hey, first of all, how did you kill those guys? You know. I did it multiple ways. Okay. <laughs> I went full stealth and full like assault on right. them. So first time I was full, I did assault too. I was just like, okay, I'm going to be sneaky. I'm going to get around. After I figured everything out, my third, fourth time, flamethrower the whole time. I was just like <laughs> flamethrower, grenades. I was just having fun, right? Uh-huh. I, but, you know, cause, uh, of course, it's a violent game. So, hey. Yeah, but in the game, it's hard, man. In the it game, is. Is that especially because it's the last part. And there were so, so many hard. people yeah. in there, too. It was. I think we went like three or four floors of the hospital. Yeah. Just killing people. Oh, my God. I wish they would have done that because then you would also, it's another time to have an urgency to save Ellie, which yeah. I, see, that's why I didn't like how they did that because now you see it as him like losing it instead of him being a savior. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And here's the thing. And if we go back again to the director, they just made Joel look like Superman there. Like he got, he like killed all of them so quickly and so effortless. That is true. He did not, he got shot once and he, and then, you know, he. But they just make a really quick montage of him slaying everyone. And I think they should have taken their time to see how far he actually would go for Ellie. Yeah. But they didn't. You know who I think would go farther? Who? John Wick. Oh boy, they made him look like John Wick. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. yeah, except for and the way he died. Wait, no, the way the way he got shot. Shot. Joel gets shot once, and now he's out. Like, come on, John. Yeah, and, Wick. The, and then John Wick gets shot once, once, and then he's out. Yeah, like what the hell? <laughs> Stupid thing. But no, this. So uh, let's let's just talk about. It. So, what are you looking for next? Do, are you looking for next season? Do you think they should time? Do you think they should rush it? Like. Are you in a urge to see what happened next? Not really, because I already played the game. I mean, the only reason I watch the the live action is because just my morbid curiosity. Do you think like if you'd watch the second one, you'd be disappointed again? So this is, and that's the thing about having these two medias that you already you already know the you already know the ending. Now you're watching it played out, and would that ruin ruin it for you if you saw them do another season of this and then have it become a mistake? Well, since they're gonna follow the game structure, I don't think it should be disappointing. I mean, if it was like original script, then yes. But they're they are gonna go off topic. Neil already said that he's they're gonna add stuff, and the ending of it may be different. Ah, motherfucker! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they are gonna change. Few, Look, I'm few sorry. Things. I know I, I don't curse much, but <laughs> this uh, in this. Uh, this episode, I'm sorry, Daniel. It's just I get passionate about Last of Us. Oh, I know you do. That's why I and I we, we all know your history with it. That's why I'm saying like, is this? Do you need? Okay, let me just say, if you know where they're gonna go to, are you ready to turn off this next season at any point just to not have your? You know, in one of the interviews 
their director said it's not supposed to be step by step the same thing about the movie. We got to give it its own twist. Right. And I agree. There were things about the live show that we didn't see in the in the show. But to change the story entirely? No, not the entirely. They're going to go different ways. I don't know how much of the ending that they're going to change. I mean, I'd have to play Last of Us Part 2 again just so I can like be ready for it before we watch the live show. You know, you know what I'm scared of? I'm scared of what's going to happen when they take out when certain characters are not going to be in there or certain actors because once you get into once you go into that realm in which as in all movies like you know how game of thrones where sean bean he dies and you have other characters grow up Mm -hmm. and they did that that story i don't want to say justice because the very the last season it was just like bullshit you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of bullshit thing but you've seen characters grow so I'm hoping that when characters die off or they don't come back or what, for whatever reason, that are they able to have the, the characters that exist in this one or whatever world, you know, lift them up because they only have two. They only have two more episodes to make a character, which is very hard to do after you only have one. No, they just introduce them. That's it. I mean, they're trying to save so much time because the game is long, so they're just trying to save so much time that they just. They put him there. Hey, you want to know? I think, I, you know, I heard one more thing. They might have Last of Us Part 3. Video game? Yeah. Well, I would hope so. I mean, I just wanted Because the 2 was just a shame. Ugh. Really? I didn't. I'm I'm. I'm sticking to the original. Part 1 was amazing. You're, not, you're, you're saying that number 2 never existed. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they did not live up to number 1. You know what I think we're talking... Do you think... Because Neil was saying how, you know, the morality of killing people and how he wants to say that it's not good to do it. How how can he say that making a game which you do kill a lot of people? <laughs> it's very contradicting. <laughs> you know what I mean? That he, hey, I remember he, he was the saying thing, that. He's just trying to look good for the critics and he's trying to look good under the law. Well, I know he had to, you know, I know there are certain people he, he's trying to like, you know, appease. And trying to say how violence is not the answer. That's what the whole point of, of a lot of these things are. But The only reason anyone would say that is just because of the law. But if you were back in the day, like the, the uh, in Western times, it's survival of the fittest. You well, kill whoever like comes near you or tries to steal from you. Even in the Old West. Yeah, like just like the, the Old, Old Western. West. Yeah. But I mean, in, uh, but can you imagine if he made a game? Like if he made, the, let's just say part three. You can choose. You can not kill nobody. Now there there are games which you don't. You, you can not kill people, and you can still achieve the objective. Mm-hmm. But if your whole thing is if you kill somebody, you're a bad person. Like, and you the whole point of the game is not to kill nobody. Well, it's kind How's of pointless. Fun? It's really pointless. I mean, he was just saying it because he was trying to please someone. <laughs> but he, everyone knows. Everyone knows that it's like it is a violent game. And yeah, violence is the answer to a violent game. And that's the whole point of having it. Okay, so yeah. um, so that's our main discussion. Well, let's end up with a grade for this series. What would you grade? We'll, we'll just do, uh, let's do numbers from one to 10. I'll give you a letter. I'll mm. give you a B plus. A B plus. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. I'm around that. The game is an A. The series is a B plus. Yeah. Goddamn, I don't want to say just B plus too. <laughs> All right, then say eighty. No, it's it's <laughs> it's a good, it's a good a minus. 
Eight minus? Oh, okay. You're being generous. I'm being generous only because the only thing that really broke me was the was the the finale. Like, I I do wish that they would have made it longer. It, well, just to all, just to, just to rescue scene. Like I already knew that was pandering, and I hate yeah. to see when things are like I didn't even care that Sam couldn't hear. I was like, okay, I I get that. All the new things that they changed in there, I didn't care about. But when they have that, I was just. I was like, why? What's the whole, why did you do that? Now a lot of people are going to say what you're doing, which, again, I don't agree with. So, okay. Well, we have A minus, what that? B plus. B plus. Um, so don't we'll get, get out wrong. of Don't get me wrong. B plus is really good on my book, especially for oh, an adaptation. So, wait, so what is an A? Like, what is, like, what, is there a show that had has an A for you? No. This like, is like the highest scene in an like um, adaptation. Not even, uh, Better Call Saul or uh, Breaking Bad. Not Man. even The Witcher. I would never give The Witcher an A. <laughs> but this is the highest rating I've I'll given give Henry Cavill's acting an A on that. Yes, that I do give him. But, but the story, mm-mm. Yeah, because I mean, they said the greatest uh, show of all time is Breaking Bad. And even that, I just. I, but that's not a video game, though. That is true. That is true. Or, all right. Or not even a book. Yeah, they, they, that was just all from uh, Vince Mc, uh, Fix McNeil. What's his name? Fix Nail. Vince Gillian. I Vince think. Gillian. That's right. I love. I mean, I can't wait for his next. He should make a movie. No, no. Leave, leave him writing for shows. He's yeah, because he knows how going. to. He oh. knows how to extend and how to make a character iconic. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even think Better Call Saul would have been. It was good. Really? I I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't think it was going to be good because I'm like, okay, why the why the hell am I watching about a lawyer that was did couple scenes with, <laughs> with you know, Will? You know, but I he just did thought, a really good job expanding on it. I thought so too. Well, like, well, okay. Well, that will be the end. Thank you for joining us. I uh, we'll hope you enjoy our discussions. Well, give us your feedback. Tell us your uh your great video game movie that you like or show or you know adaptations. There's a lot or, of them. You know, or you can answer that Joel did the, did the right thing. Yes. Answer that for us. I let's would have, love to hear it. Let's have a good conversation on that. because And very civil if we can. But, you know, if not, a little fight will be will be good every now and then. <laughs> it but builds I, character. It does. It does. Because there's, there's no right or wrong answer for me. I don't agree. I, don't, I agree. Uh, but, yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Turn on your notification. Keep uh, keep updates to, uh, to keep updates for our latest episode. And um, follow us on all of our social medias. So, as always, uh, thank you for watching us. And uh, keep watching movies. Good night. (laughs) Keep watching movies, guys. Peace. Good night.